Oh, I am excited. I'm pumped up about this episode of The Rock Stops Here. Man, I'm in a good mood. We've had great weather. Oh, my God. We got the Super Bowl. You know it's a great, great time of year. Welcoming in a new sponsor, my guest on this episode of The Rock Stops Here, Buccaneers quarterback Baker Mayfield. I talked to him in Orlando at the Pro Bowl, and also Scott Van Pelt from ESPN. What a good guy. Plenty of stories to get to. And let me thank and welcome in our brand new sponsor. And boy, they are good. Lipton Window and Door. They will take care of you serving Hernando County, Hillsborough County, Pasco County, and Pinellas Counties. They are Tampa Bay's premier window and door contractor. They only give you top quality windows and doors. Lipton will provide you with custom-made windows and door solutions. They never compromise on quality. 100% financing for you on all window purchases and or installation costs. Lipton also will donate $100 from every job they do to the Southeast Guide Dogs in Bradenton. Tim Lipton is my man. They've been in business for decades. I'm putting the Rock Stops here podcast name on it. Lipton Window and door give them a call they're in newport richie 727-372-2455 all right what a week it has been oh my god feeling good i mean i'm out and about i've been on 1025 the bone with johnny b on friday nights i'm on 620 wdae with the pat and aaron show once a month all football season every week on 970 WFLA. Also have my Joe Bucks fan podcast all season long on Bucks Kickoff Podcast and Tampa Free Press as a sports reporter. And of course, this, the Rock Stops Here podcast, my baby. And I can just tell you, I'm getting a lot of response from fans. I guess I'm all over the place. And I got some really, really good stories. And it was, now look, the Pro Bowl the Pro Bowl was always just an all-star, kind of like a slap fest. They never hit when they had the pads on. It was kind of neat. You see the stars when they were over in Hawaii. Then they moved it to Orlando. And then a couple of years in Vegas. But because the Super Bowl is in Vegas, they didn't want to go back to back in Vegas. Vegas, they got to get ready for the Super Bowl. All that goes into that. So they gave it back to Orlando. And I was there both days for the practices for the workouts. Now, look, if you're a fan and you're a football fan, I get it. It's flag football. And it's kind of quirky. They're trying to figure out what the fans would, would want to see. But the star power, like, it just blew me away. And I'll tell you stories on the back end when they allowed the fans, how many fans, they just love to see stars. It's like that for Hollywood. I mean, stars sell, you know? And I did get a chance to talk with Peyton Manning. I, th I got a question in with him. I'll get into all of that. Let me bring in Baker Mayfield. Now, what we're going to try to do is here, I had, there was portions where I was on my phone, um, and then I just grabbed my, my zoom microphone, my, my, my recorder here. And I said, what the heck? And Baker saw me and he's like, Hey, and I didn't even think that he would know or recognize, but I was there every single Wednesday when Baker Mayfield would talk to us. He's up on the podium. It's in the media room. I'd ask a question. I didn't think that he would remember. And I kind of, I like him. I really like him. And I, I got plenty of good stories. I got some behind the scenes. So I talked to him for two days, two different days, but there was a lot of other media around. There was media around for the first day and then a lot less on the NFC side at the Pro Bowl uh, the following day. And it was kind of laid back and it was kind of off the cuff. So Baker was talking with two uh, young reporters that I know. I like those guys. And I kind of went over and put my phone in and then he was done with them. And then I said, hey, Baker. When he said, hey, how you doing, man? And I, boom, I said, well, let's go. So we started doing it. And I only was able to get like two questions in. And then 
They were calling for him, Peyton Manning, because Peyton Manning was coaching the NFC team. And even though it's flag football, they were still having a little practice. You know, they had never done this before. These guys had played tackle football. They really hadn't played uh, flag. And he goes, I got to go. And I said, go ahead, go, 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 go. But I was all set to go a lot longer, a lot longer. So it's kind of quick, but it is Baker Mayfield. And it's a couple of things. It's number one. How close he has become has gotten with uh, big left tackle Tristan Wirfs. They are buddies. Let me tell you, really tight. They really, really like each other and get along with each other. So that was kind of cool because Mike Evans didn't show up. Mike Evans, he he, was, he hasn't been happy all year. It was the contract situation. I could see it. I could see it on the field. I could see it in the locker room. He balled out at during games. He got his body ready. He is a true professional. Do not get me wrong. But I could just see. And I'm surprised. Like, you don't want to be around all the other stars. Look, the NFL is not a long, long, long career. There's going to be a time where you're like, man, I wish I would have went. But I guess he didn't want to ask, answer questions about his future and being a free agent, that type of thing, whatever. So it was only Baker Mayfield and Tristan Wirfs that were representing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Pro Bowl. So how close of a friend he is with him. Uh, what does he, you know, what has it been like to nobody picking the Buccaneers to do anything this year? Life after Tom Brady, you know, and what it means for him to actually be there among the handful of quarterbacks that are the best in the game. So without further ado, it's a couple of what we call here sound bites, sound bites. I get in a question or two. Buccaneers quarterback Baker Mayfield on how good of his friendship it is with Tristan Wirfs and how good it is to be considered to be a pro bowler. It was one of those things that it's truly out of the Step Brothers movie. Did we just become best friends type thing? And uh, no, we get along great. Meredith's awesome. And so, um, yeah, we're, we're both about to be dads here pretty soon. So our, our friendship's obviously unique, but then we're timing-wise of life, we're, we're in the same place. You said a lot of golf before I before I can't have to change a lot of diapers. Um, other than that, yeah, going to go down to the Bahamas a couple of guys uh, for the Super Bowl. And then other than that, just start working out and, and get back into it. Life's about adversity, and that's that's what the game of football teaches you throughout your career. And, and luckily, I've had a you know a lot of ups and downs, but learned a lot of lessons along the way. So, I mean, just trusting in God's plan one day at a time. And it, it took me to Tampa, and we had a great year, and I truly got to have fun playing football again. How sweet did it feel that there were so many naysayers? Oh, Tom is gone. Oh, the, the hot seat for Bulls, and there you get in the playoffs, and you win a game. Um, it's it was obviously an awesome feeling just to have the season we did but um, for our guys that we all believed in it we, we didn't really pay attention to the outside noise at all just stuck with it and even in the, the downtimes for us we we were ready to roll all right, I gotta go. all right good luck man all right so there he goes Baker Mayfield that was kind of quick but he has got to go out there and do his uh, do his thing that was nice we got a couple of minutes in so that was pretty cool all right, just kind of hanging here at the Pro Bowl. Um, Mike Evans, not here, did not come. He has an injury. Tristan Wirfs has been here. It's so funny because, you know, it's a flag football game this year. They tried with the hitting, and there was really no hitting, you know, and they're trying this, this, you know, just trying something a little different. And there was a international reporter here the other day, and when Tristan Wirfs was doing his little media session, uh, she was like, you know, flag football is a, an Olympic sport now, and, you know, do, would you like to one day represent your country? You're playing flag football? And he's like, ma'am. We don't even play in this game. We're offensive linemen. So that was, you know, that was, that was kind of funny. But he, he and Baker have been loving it here. Um, Tristan Wirfs was saying that he goes out when they're back in Tampa. They go out. They have some beers. They've really bonded. So it's been a really good situation. And I think all, too, the offensive line has done a lot better. But Baker was happy here to, to, to see me. And he's just a happy guy. He's going to have a baby. His wife said she's never seen him happier, so it was kind of cool. Also, I did talk with Peyton Manning, 
and Peyton Manning. I wanted to ask him about Baker Mayfield. Didn't have a chance. You kind of get one question. You know, Peyton Manning is so big. And I asked Peyton, how do you think Tom Brady is going to do in the booth next year with Fox? And he basically said that he's a hard worker, always has been. I think he will take that over to the broadcasting booth. He said that... Uh, Brady actually reached out to him and asked him for advice and he's like Tom I don't know what I can tell you because I think Eli and I what we do on ESPN on those Monday nights that's really not the same thing that you're gonna do Uh, but he thinks that Brady will do pretty good there was some speculation on whether or not Brady was actually even going to go in the booth he's got so much going on he's ownership of so many businesses and teams his uh, you know, TB12 was revamped and he's got so much going on, but no, he did a couple of practice rounds with um, Burkhart, Kevin Burkhart of NFL on Fox, and he will be doing games next year as the number one Fox team. And remember, Fox has the Super Bowl. And means it means Tom Brady is going to be in another Super Bowl, but this time he's going to be in the booth. That game, by the way, is going to be in New Orleans. So Brady is there, and then uh, Greg Olson, he gets moved down to the number two team, and he's been a, a team pro the entire time. All righty, let me see. I'll see if I can try to conjure up uh, something else here on the Rock Stops here, brought to you by Lipton Window and Door Newport Ritchie. Yes! So this week, Baker Mayfield had a smile on his face. Why not? He is going to get paid. Oh, my God. He played for $4 million. But you know what? Some t- have you ever been in a situation? Let's say you're good. You're good in your field, whatever you do. And you might be at one spot when you're starting out, and it's pretty good. And then, eh, you know what? I've outgrown this place now, and... I need to go to another place, you know, to help advance myself, and you do. But then the other place, it doesn't work out. And then you may go one other place and like, oh, the boss isn't right. The owner's a jack, you know, this and that, this and that. And you got to stay true. If you believe in yourself and you know you're good and you're a good worker, it will pay off and you got to find the right mix. And I think that's the situation for Baker Mayfield in Tampa. He just feels right. It feels to him like his days at Oklahoma. He It worked out there with Bob Stoops. And I listened to a Bob Stoops podcast. I was doing the lawn a couple of, you know, right after they went three and one. And it was really interesting to hear, you know, how he proved himself at Oklahoma. He's proved himself at every step, and he proved himself this year. I know that there are Kyle Trask fans still. I know there's fans. That's how it goes. There's fans that don't want. They want Baker Mayfield to, fa- you know, to fall, falter. They're waiting. I get it. I get it. Look, is he is he going to lead them to the promised land? I don't know. You don't know. I don't know. None of us know. Um, is he top five in the NFL with quarterbacks? No, no, but I think that he can be damn good. He has been now being inside the facility, talking to those that are in that facility. It was kind of a rejuvenation. Look, everybody looked up to the goat, Tom Brady, seven Super Bowl rings. First year comes to the Bucks and they win it. In the COVID year, when they didn't even, they weren't even able to have, uh, you know, a preseason practice, it, nothing like that. Brady got them all together at that private school in Tampa, and it was hotter than hell. And let's go. Ryan Jensen there, Gronk is coming in, boom, 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 everything. But to win it, that was unbelievable. Yeah, it's it's unbelievable what he did in with Belichick in New England. But to come to a new team in a COVID year where you don't even have preseason games, you can't eat together, there's no bonding. It was a strange year. And to, to win it all, come on. But the last year of Brady, 45 years old, he did not want to get hit. I don't blame him. And he was getting rid of it a little bit quicker. They had no running game. 
It was a pass-a-thon. Brady even said it. Brady still had a good arm. Brady could probably still, he could still win you games, but it was time. And he's also so much older than than most of the players. Pretty much everybody was so much older. So they, they really couldn't, it was, it was time. And for Mayfield to come here, $4 million a year, prove himself, done a hell of a job. So he's taking, we found out uh, there that he's taking the boys to the Bahamas. And they're there for the Super Bowl. He's hired a chef. It's a boat. They're going to be fishing, drinking, eating, having a good time. He's an outdoors guy. He loves the fishing. He loves golf a lot. He's loving it. And so it was really cool to see. And when he when, when he was like, oh, he recognized me. And he's like, hey, man, like, it really made me feel good. Like, he's a good, he is a good guy. He really is. I have more stories from behind the scenes. I don't want to tell them all here because my new friend, can. we were kind of hanging the other night and he was confiding in me and it proved everything that I thought. But you know what? He was kind of telling me, so I'm not going to tell it here on the podcast. Let me just tell you this. They love him. They like him. They love him. And <laughs> But now, now it becomes money. And it's business. It's the NFL. And he deserves to get paid. And his stock went up. And it was funny, too, because I saw him so much over the last couple of days last week at the Pro Bowl. I was all done with my stuff. I got Tristan Wirfs for an upcoming Rock Stops Here podcast. Not long, but one-on-one. Was able to get that done. God, he is a big man. But when you get close to him, when I was just doing that, I've interviewed him many times, but it's with other people around, you realize like he's a kid. He's a big kid. And he, but he's going to be, he's going to be a dad. And so is Baker Mayfield. They're going to have a kid at the same time. And Baker was kind of kidding. He's going to be changing a lot of diapers this off season. He's going to play a lot of golf right away. He loves golf, golf, changing diapers and start working out to get ready for the season. But I digress. So, I was like, wow, because I didn't know if I was going to get anybody. There was a couple of national media, not really big names. I started doing an interview with one of them on the first day I was there, and then his network called him over. He had to leave, and that's his paid thing. I said, you go. Gave me the fist bump. Maybe I'll see you at the Super Bowl. Another uh, female that I really look up to. We'll see. But, I mean, I was I was getting a lot of stuff. Oh, and Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning is the biggest star of all the pro bowlers, the current pro bowlers. Peyton and Eli, but Peyton. Fans were chitting. Now, they were yelling for Kelsey, Kelsey, Jason Kelsey, because of the whole Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. I want to talk about that for a minute. I got to get it off my chest a little bit. Um, But Kelsey, Mayfield, 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 Baker, 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 can you sign? Baker, can you come over here? Baker, can I get a selfie? Yeah. Yeah, it's I, it's a great story. It really is. So there was that, there was that, and then Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. And you know what? I saw him. He was good with fans. He signed. When you're at that level of stardom, I noticed it with Tiger Woods. At the, when he was making his comeback, what, about two years ago? Was it three now or two? Here at Innisbrook at the PGA Tour stop. There were, from where he teed off to the green, every hole, the gallery was three or four deep. The entire way. And it's so funny because Tiger even said, he goes, the one thing that's missing now is the golf clap. There's no more golf clap. When these PGA Tour players are on the green and then they putt and they make it and they get their ball, there's no more. Everybody's got their phones out. And when you have your phone out, you're not pulling your hand down to clap. Think about it. That's gone. There's no more hand clap. Everybody's got their phone out, especially when it's Tiger. That's what I noticed. And when he's got to walk to the next tee, 
Tiger, 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 look over here. Tiger, I met you back in Tiger. He looks straight ahead, straight ahead. Brady would be the same way. When you have that level of fame, Peyton Manning, he doesn't look up, but he just keeps on signing, keeps on signing, keeps on signing. I'm like, look at that. And it was real interesting because Peyton was coaching the NFC. This is in a Pro Bowl uh, flag football game. He admitted he really doesn't know much about flag. He did say there was a, there was a, uh, a female reporter, a Spanish network, and she said, you know, to Tristan Wirfs, you know, the Olympics are going to have flag football in 2028. Would you be, now that you're going to play in a flag football game, would you be interested in, in representing your country? And he said, man, we don't even play in this flag football game. The linemen don't play. But I mean, I can see it. Like these players, high school, they're stars. College, once you get into college, then then the pros, they're not playing flag. Like they don't play flag. They're not used to playing flag. And the league is trying to figure out the rules. So it's all, but the fans that, that are there, I get it. You don't want to watch it on TV. I understand. I But the fans love being around stars. They love seeing stars. It's just how it is. Just how it is. And Peyton Manning was the biggest star there. All right, so let me go to Scott Van Pelt. You know who Scott Van Pelt is? He's about 6'7". He's bald. He's, he's a good guy. I was on a movie junket with him, and it was called Concussion. Um, It was about concussions in the nfl uh the doctor that discovered when they died this cte um and it really is a thing and will smith was the was the main character in that and but i couldn't remember the movie so i saw scott van pelt i'm like you know what that's a big name let me let me see if i can get him on the podcast so he was down there and he's doing interviews and a lot of media are bothering him as he's walking by. He's the main 11 o'clock at night sports anchor. He has the whole show. He goes out to the field live with fan uh, reporters. Uh, big story of the day. Scott Van Pelt. He used to be in the Golf Channel and he went to ESPN. He's done a great job. And he's a likable guy. And I knew that because I was on one of these junkets. So I'll tell you that later. I couldn't remember the name when I blurted it out, but I just went right up to him. He was being interviewed by a couple of reporters and they were asking him, how do you think Tom Brady is going to do? Because that's what I asked Peyton Manning and Manning as a broadcaster. If you didn't know, he's getting a hundred million dollars to broadcast is it more than that? Is he making three? All I know is Fox has hired Tom Brady. He'll be on the number one team with Kevin Burkhart next season in the booth, in stadiums, doing NFL on Fox, the number one game each week. And guess what? Fox has the Super Bowl. So Brady is going to be involved in another Super Bowl. He's going to be the analyst for next Super Bowl, which is going to be in New Orleans. If you want to make plans now, if you're thinking about it, you can. it's not that far. Anyway, so I asked Peyton Manning about that, and then this reporter asked Scott Van Pelt about that and about how you made it. And then I asked him, you know, what what, how, what about the long-staying power that you've had? So I, you're going to hear maybe one question of a different voice. I'm jumping in, waiting my turn, introduce myself to Scott, and then here we go. And he gives a really good answer. And I and he talked a little bit afterwards. He was very, very honest. Very interesting. So without further ado, here we go. ESPN's Scott Van Pelt, SVP. All right, here we go. This is Scott Van Pelt about Tom Brady. The thing about Tom is that he's he, he probably listened to anybody. Uh, because he's a smart dude. I think the smartest people listen to people who've done something that maybe they haven't. Um, I haven't called a football, so maybe Eli's a better guy to ask than me. Be you, what you know, what you've done, only you know and only you've done. And I think, you know, I think he'll, that will translate. And I also think that don't be, don't be afraid to be critical. He's shown that this year on social media. Like, he's pretty obvious about bad football. 
Well, then say it. If, they, if you're watching the game and you think the football's lousy, say that. And I don't mean that you don't have to go on there and try to eviscerate people just for the sake of doing that. I don't think you would. But I do think that the hardest thing that most former players have doing is being critical because it's a fraternity and there's a certain code and you still want to trash people, again, for the sake of trashing. But honesty's like honesty's honesty. And so just being honest about what you see, people are going to be, they're going to devour that. Um, on some level, the way people consume media now, like look at Tony Romo. Like, Tony like did stuff, people loved it. Now it seems like everyone's just waiting to pounce on something that he says that it seemed like you liked before. So just be who you are, be that consistently. He'll, Tom will be just fine. I just think it'll be fascinating to see that. And, and then there's the Greg Olson piece. Too. Greg proved that he was an awesome, awesome guy in the booth and he will continue to be that. So it's wild how our business has become sort of content in and of itself. Um, but that'll be a fascinating one to watch. He'll be great, I'm sure of it. Scott, I wanted to ask you about your thoughts on Baker Mayfield and the season that he had with the Bucks. I was thrilled for Baker because, what, four teams in 19 months and you, you, you find yourself in a spot where you go from being number one to is this the last chance you have? And, I mean, in this league where quarterback play is so, so uh, spotty and sketchy, I don't think it was as dramatic as that, like a last chance. But it might have been a last chance to be a starter and he had a career high in yards and touchdown passes. And I, like, I, I just dig when a guy kind of gets backed into a corner and then comes out swinging. But that's a guy who, that's what he does. Like, that's all he knows to do is swing. So, you know, I've seen the conversations about trying to get something figured out long term. I mean, obviously, you'd like to know who am I going to hear in my ear? Like, who am I, who's going to be calling plays, right? You want to sort that stuff out. But um, I, many times, thing, same thing happened for golf, I think, this year, right? Golf, was, golf got traded for a guy that went and won a Super Bowl, and he was, he was the guy that L.A. wanted to move on from. And what did his coach Campbell say? You're good enough for bleep in Detroit, right? I, I love a guy that was the guy. Maybe you hit a pothole, and then you come out on the other side and show you can still do it. To me, there's a lesson to that in every, for everybody, and um, good, good on him. Uh, may it continue. Scott, I just got to, it's Rock Raleigh. I was on a junket with you with Jeff. I, I don't remember what movie we were at, uh -huh. but uh, good to see you. Cheers. My question to you is, what is your secret to the success, the long standing that, uh, that you've had in this business? Because this business is crazy. Mm -hmm. You've been at the top for a long time. What do you think about, it is? I don't know about the top of anything. I, I, I'm, I'm just grateful to get it, have a lane to be in. Um, I was just telling someone that asked my advice and I said, just be, just be who you are. And I talked to a, little, a young man that is a fifth grader and he says he wants to do this. And I said, well, just be who you are and trust that it's enough because that's all that you can be. And um, along the way, our business has kind of changed. It went from being, you had to be super staid and super, don't let anybody know what you think or where you're from. And I'm like, well, we're all from somewhere. So I've tried to be who I am. Um, I've been lucky enough to have this lane where I can share stuff from my life. I did an obit obituary for my dog that was like a six-minute thing on television about my dog dying. Nothing I've ever done connected more to people than that. And it, it was a great lesson to me that, that, that we're human and your audience is interested in that if you're willing to share it. So I guess what I'd say is I figured out it's okay to let people know where you're from. It's okay to share your life with people. Um, there's way more humanity out there than you might know on social media. Uh, people are not that. They're way more caring than that. And so I, I have a really beautiful kind of give and take with, with an audience. And, you know, as long as they're interested, uh, I'll try to keep doing what I've done the way I've done it because it's the only thing I kind of know how to do, you know? I mean, this is it. This is, I'm a bald-headed bozo, then this is the way I do a show. And thankfully, they've let me do it for a while. My last one, do you have a bucket list? You were really good when you were on talk radio, obviously good as an anchor. Mm -hmm. And then what you're able to do, give your opinion in what you're doing now. Do you have anything or just want to continue to do the best job you can do at what you're doing? The thing I have done well, I think, I hope, is be present in my present. Uh, I, I never had a path. I never charted some, I was not trying to get to the top of any mountain. And I admire those that do. And I see people, I see a young guy like a Pat McAfee who takes over media and I'm like, man, good on you, brother. You're gonna be a billionaire and you've got it figured out in a way I never did. Um, but that just, I wasn't wired that way. I, 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 I'm content in the things I'm lucky enough to do. and. I don't have something, I don't have a hill I'm trying to climb. All I'm trying to do is be where my feet are, be as present in my present as I can be, be as grateful as I can be for the things I get to do. 
because I won't always get to do them. So um, I don't know if that's a good answer or a bad one, but it's it's my answer. Well, that's why you're on the top, and you've still been at the top. Scott, thank you so much, my man. Cheers. Thank you. Pleasure to see you. Appreciate it. Be well. It was one of those things when I said, Scott, it's Rock Rally in Tampa. I was on a movie junket with you, and I just couldn't remember the movie. I, I, I just, you know what I mean? It was, but he was so nice, and he was fine. So I kind of hung there for a minute after we were done. I wanted to get a picture so I can promote that in this uh, Lipton Window and Door Rock Stops Here podcast this this week, this episode. And I was listening, and there was a young guy from CBS Sports, I believe radio. He had done something with a fantasy football show. And he asked Scott, he goes, how can I, how can I get more reps? How can I move to the next level? How? And it was similar to what he said to me. And Scott Van Pelt was really good. And I agree with this. He's like, it's a different path to success for everybody. There's no cookie cutter spreadsheet that you got to follow this. And then you go to this step and then you follow this step and then you take this step and now you will be wealthy and famous and happy and you will be at the top of your career. Life doesn't work out like that. Life is going to throw you a wrench. You're going to get uh, have a baby or two. You're going to lose something. There's going to be sickness and death. There's going to be uh, finance. There's all kinds of things in life. And it's just how you react, how you react. But the biggest thing, and he had a good point. He's like, look, he's like, see what the successful people are doing. And he went on and on. There was, for those of you that are younger, you probably have heard of barstool sports. Older peeps, you probably have not. Very successful. Young men love barstool sports. They can curse. They record everything. They have drama. They fight uh, and they have fun and they do stuff that traditional media outlets don't do. And he was telling a story of one of the biggest names in sports. Guy's name is Big Cat. Him and this guy, PFT Commentator. Their podcast, their sports podcast, I believe it's because the platform they're on, I think it's number one. It's number one. It's got to be. And Big Cat was in Chicago. Dan, his name, real name is. And he, he, he got a hold of Scott Van Pelt and he said, Scott, I, I want to further my career. I'm writing some blogs for this Barstool Sports, but I'm going to try to get on ESPN 1000. I think that's what it's called in Chicago. They, I might be able to get a part-time job there. What do you think? And he's like, no. Look, if you get part-time in radio, you know, there's no guarantee you're going to end up with your own show. You're also going to be under the ESPN umbrella. You can't do this. You can't do that. You're now at the number one ascending sports platform barstool. You can get away with stuff. It's looking like it's the future. You're already in. They like you. You might do more there. Why don't you see how far that goes? Once you're at ESPN, you're handcuffed and you're a young guy. And Big Cat elected to stay with Barstool. Boom, boom, boom. He's one of the top dogs, getting paid a lot of money, good life. He's got a family now too. He's doing great. And he's got the biggest names on that podcast because they're so popular. They get so many clicks. See how it goes? And then, so he started telling, he's like, and Scott Van Pelt was telling this young guy, he's like, just be yourself. Don't try to be someone else. Be yourself and work hard and grind. And hopefully you're going to need a little bit of luck. And he goes, you know what happened to me? I was at the golf channel. I got to know Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods took a liking to me. I became the Tiger Woods guy. That's how he went from Golf Channel to ESPN. A lot of you probably don't even remember, but he was the golf guy because Tiger, Tiger liked him. Tiger talked to him. I have another friend that's a golf. He is the guy, Bob Harrig. He lives here in Pinellas County. I run into him from time to time. Bob Harrig is the Tiger Woods guy. When ESPN was having their layoffs, having their layoffs, 
hmm, is Tiger Woods going to make a comeback? And that was that time when he was making his comeback after the horrific car crash. We never thought that he would make it. And Harry's contract was up at ESPN. They were laying off. They're not going to use a need a full-time golf guy to travel all around the country to these. But Tiger Woods is making a comeback. Tiger Woods respects Bob Harrig. You've covered him. You got so much on him. You know what? Boom, boom. You got another contract. That's what he told me. Bob Harrig told me that. Thank God for Tiger. Well, Scott Van Pelt was the Tiger guy on TV. And he goes, I got lucky. What if I didn't get to meet Tiger? What if Tiger never took a liking to me and confided? You know, where would I be? I might still be at the Golf Channel. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm laid off there. Where am I? So he goes, you just cannot predict it. But everybody sees the ones that are at the top and they think, how can I be you? I want to be you. I want to be on 11 o'clock on ESPN. I want to be on NFL Network. I want to travel and go to nice hotels and then put me up and 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 interview the the the, the stars of the game. Uh, yeah, uh, that's what I want to do. Well, it, it just doesn't happen like that. So it was really really interesting, and it wasn't until I was driving back on I four when I remembered it was concussion. That's what I wanted to tell Scott Van Pelt, and I remember what what I'm talking about is. Hollywood used to do this. They, they, they don't do it anymore. And COVID killed the industry. And now it's come back, but they don't do it anymore. When a sports movie would come out, like Concussion, um, Jackie Robinson, 42. Um, even Karate Kid, Jackie Chan. Uh, Mark Wahlberg had a boxing movie. I forget what the name of that one was. With Christian Bale. Um, Sly Stallone, Creed. You know, I was on these, I was lucky enough to be the Tampa guy. They would take one TV guy from, or woman from, say, Chicago, one from Miami, one from Detroit, one from, you know, maybe Cincinnati or, you know, whatever. And they would bring us, it wasn't even that many, there was only really about 12 of us. And they would fly us out. My bosses, and my one boss is like, oh, you're a journalist, you know. Oh, if they fly out, they, you're not a journalist. No, here's the deal. So I had to take a vacation day or two. I wouldn't tell anybody. And they, they fly you out to either Hollywood, Beverly Hills, or New York. Those were the movies, mostly to L.A. We did one in San Francisco. That was cool. Um, but anyway, uh, and they fly you out. You go see the movie that evening. There's no previews, no other people in the stand. They give you popcorn, you sit there. And then they, so you know, and then you get to interview the stars the next day. You get in there. Like I said, Sly Stallone, um, all the big, you know, Will Smith, uh, you name it, man. Uh, and you get five minutes. You get in a room. Everything is already mic'd up. They got a mic, boom mic coming down from the ceiling. The stars, they have a makeup lady. They got the lighting. They got everything. Nobody screws up at this level. These are the biggest names in Hollywood. And they're promoting the movie. You get to go in. You sit in the other chair. They give you five minutes. Go. You ask questions. And you can Tampa, make it Tampa Bay-centric. Like when it was uh, sliced alone and I asked him about Winky Wright, Jeff Lacey, Jeff Left Hook Lacey. These are Tampa Bay, St. Pete boxers. Oh, he knew them. And of course he knew uh, Antonio Tarver because Antonio Tarver was in one of his movies. But anyway, I digress. Sliced alone was great too, by the way. But they're all pretty good because they're getting publicity for their movie. We're coming back to our markets. We're playing it on our TV news. And that way it's getting seen and it's localized and they're seeing the anchor that they know and everybody wins, you know, and it was great. It was fantastic. And uh, I'm trying to remember why I brought that up. But what I've also found, here's another one. Here's another one. I'm trying to think off the top of my head if I've ever run into any Jagoffs that are superstars. I'm telling you what, though I've said it before, I'll say it again. Those that are at the top, even in the entertainment industry, 
if they have a long running uh, run at the top, then they're 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 good people. They're easy to work with. They're not jagoffs. You know, everybody's got an ego in this business, especially superstars like that. But they also know that the people under them are the ones that do all the work, and they usually appreciate that. And every star that I had met and got to sit down with, and oh, they tell you, you got five minutes. And then there's a guy in the back and he's got his sign. It'll be like two minutes. Then they'll give you a sign, one minute. And then they do the, you know, running your finger in a circle, wrap it up, wrap it up, and you go, boom. It used to be when we first started, the, and I did those junkets for a couple of years, it was great. And, uh, oh, they take you out to a nice dinner after, and everybody's having a great time. And then, all right, call next morning, 8.30, in the hotel, be ready. Boom, 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 you wait in line, you're up next. And then they call you in. This is Rock Riley from Bay News 9 in Tampa. And you sit down and boom. But uh, it used to be no pictures. And then towards the end, everybody's got to get a selfie. And that way you promote it. You put it on your Instagram and all that stuff. That's how it goes. And then the, the, everybody knows that's how it goes. So it's just, it's interesting. Um, I'm trying to think of the one who was very, very quiet. Uh, but anyway, anyway, that that's for another day. But it, so, so there you go. It was really, really fun. It was interesting. I was loving it. And seeing the level of stardom with Peyton Manning. How about that? Oh, and that was what it was. So there was Peyton Manning. Eli Manning, he's bombarded as well by other media. Taller than I remember. I remember doing a, at one of the Super Bowls, there was a thing on a boat. I think it was in New Orleans. Eli was doing something then. And I don't remember him being that tall. They're both Peyton and him. But anyway, and he had his daughter there. And then Archie Manning. See, I'm older. As a kid, I remember Archie Manning. And... He was walking with a cane. He was walking slow. And it was just like, Father Time. You know, and he went over just by himself. And he sat down on the bench. And he's watching his son, Peyton, coach the NFC team during a practice for flag football. This was day one where there was no fans in the stands. Just really quiet. And I'm like, he's still supporting his son. After all the Super Bowls and Hall of Fame and all that, he still likes to go and support Peyton and Eli and then his grandson Arch Manning who's at the University of Texas he could be as good as both of them maybe maybe he'll even be better unbelievable and I was dying to get him I was like I would love to get Archie Manning what's that like to be a father to have your sons be so successful and be good family men Eli was walking around the whole time I saw him with his daughter I think he also had his, it's just, it was really, really cool. It was just a great experience. And I think what it is too is <clears throat> there's no pressure. Nobody's under the gun. Everybody's in a good mood because everybody, hey, you're the stars. You're getting recognized for it. You got voted in. I don't care if you say it's popularity contest, this and that. Everybody's in a good mood. The weather was tremendous for two days. One of the guys that I know that's a reporter now in Indianapolis, he used to be in Tampa Bay before that in Miami. And I saw him, we gave, he gave him a big hug. He's a good dude. And I said, how you doing, man? Good. And I said, what's going on? Are you get used to that cold weather yet? He's like, I miss this. And he pointed to the sun, but he also said, I don't miss the summers. I'm like, I'm with you. My blood still hasn't thinned out, man. How's it going? Good. Blah, 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 blah. I busted his chops on something the next day. Um, here's something. The one thing, not many things get to me. The one thing that just drives me crazy, I've said it before, is the confidence from fans that stick to their take and are basically calling me out or criticizing when they're not in the building, they're not at the Pro Bowl, they're not there talking and watching and seeing the players and the staff and that, and yet they're right, and they're going to stick to it. It's incredible to me where that confidence comes from. That would be like me going to a... Um, what are the uh, One of those things where the women walk down the runway 
planet runway and like me taking a strong take i know nothing about that business and sticking to it even though someone's there that's in the business I, it just blows me away i when i posted last week remember i told you guys i think i think i told you guys on this i'm not sure 85 year old tom moore 85 year old his 46th year in the nfl 46th and he's getting paid and he's doing his job and he loves it he loves it he loves it. he goes you don't understand until you're my age what it's like to go in a building to to work with young people and i love what i do it's a blessing and he told me he gets in 2 30 in the morning and he leaves around seven o'clock at night he just loves it i posted the picture of tom moore 46th year in the NFL. He's 85 years old. Just got a new contract. Get this fan. And he calls himself a big sports fanatic. And he's done like a sports show or something. Oh, my God. That's a ridiculous. To be in the building that long? 2.30 in the morning? What the hell is he doing? They can't watch that much tape. By the way, watching film is not hard. Give this man some ambient. It's ridiculous. And all I po- I I I I I like I'm not gonna fight with this guy. I just posted. Okay, so you're gonna criticize a guy that's getting paid 46 years to be in the NFL, and he's 85 years old. Okay, that's your opinion. You're gonna criticize him? I just can't let that get to me. But it's just unbelievable. And they don't know. They don't know the whole story. Sometimes organizations love having a guy. They just like having him around. But in the end, he's still got to get the job done, whatever his job is. So anyway, there you go. Not everybody is going to like everybody and everything's going to be good. Hey, before I go any further, I want to tell you and thank you again for our new sponsor, Lipton Window and Door. They will serve, if you're here in Florida, they serve Pasco, Hillsborough, Pinellas County, and Hernando County. They have, Lipton has picked the best manufacturers with the best products at the most affordable prices. They're big on customer service. They've been in business for decades. And if you've been in business that long and you've expanded and they have the the phone, if you call, someone will always answer the phone. You're not going to get thrown to voicemail. You can go visit their showroom in Newport Ritchie if you'd like to call. They go to their website. It's Lipton Window and Door. Get your windows and doors replaced by hurricane season. You want to make sure they're the best. I put my name on it. Tampa Bay's premier window and door contractor. 727-372-2455. Best possible value for your dollar with the best products at the most affordable price. Lipton, window and door, Newport Ritchie. Tell them I sent you. Tell them I sent you to Orlando and back, back-to-back days. Paul Porter, Paul Porter, he's got a deep voice. He is the voice, the in-arena voice of the Tampa Bay Lightning Score! I, I I I don't have the pipes, Ma- and the Orlando Magic. I believe he's been doing it since the Magic started. He has driven from Tampa to Orlando and back every single game. He told me the cars, the miles he goes through. He's not complaining. He's done it for years. I can't imagine. Can you on I four? And I was thinking about it. I'm like, okay, we're in 2024. Shouldn't we be? Now, at this time, able to get on light light speed rail, a rail system, and just get us to Orlando, get us to Miami, get us to uh, Jacksonville, get us, you know, and back to Tampa. But, but I was thinking about it on my drive there. And, you know, you always hit that traffic near Disney or it's slowing down. You see the red on your phone like, oh, boy. Here we go. And it just, it just, ooh, I four. And I was like, you know what? I would love to just jump on a nice 
train, man, a bullet, you know, boom, get me right there, get it nice air conditioned, get my drink, maybe do a little work if I need to do that or just chill out, you know, get to where I'm going. But I will say this, our mentality, mindset down here compared to if you're from the Northeast, let's say, I am, I do like it where I can just go in my driveway from my front door, get in my car, go wherever I got to go right to where I got to go, get out, do my thing, back in my car, back right to my house. Do I want to drive to where I pick up the train and then get on the train? Then I get to Miami or I get to Orlando. Now what I'm going to do? Now I got to pay for Uber and Lyft. Uh, and then I got to do that back. And then I got to wait for the train. The train isn't, I don't, I don't get on the platform. The train's right there. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? I like having shorts on. I'm not a flip-flop guy. I'm sneakers. I like having my shorts. I like getting in my car. I do. But boy, oh boy, those those trips from Orlando. And it's so funny. Um, once I got back, and then after a while, you start getting, feeling all right again. I was tired. And then I had a couple of beers that night out on the uh, driveway. And I'm just kicking back him. Now I'm feeling good. Now I got my second wind. You know, it is hysterical. But I was wondering, would you do it? Would you do it if you had to go to Orlando for the day? You had to go to Disney. You know, would you do it? Would you do it? So it's just, it's it's kind of funny. It's kind of interesting to, uh, to see. All right, anything else? I'm just trying to see what, uh, oh, oh, I got to just hit on it quickly. Listen, I'm not against the Taylor Swift and Kelsey, Travis Kelsey deal. It's just to me, it's overexposure. I don't care about their relationship. I don't care about their public of displays of affection and making the heart. And it's just me. I, 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 it's too much for me. It's too much. Anybody that gets overexposed, it's too much. That's all. That's it. I'm not an insecure male. Uh, I, I know how it goes to bashing. If the Kansas City Chiefs win, oh my God. There's so many bets on Taylor Swift that you could, they might as well just have her up there. Hoist the Lombardi Trophy. Let the ticker tape parade come down. Let, let the, let, he'll probably propose to her. At the, I'm just, oh boy. All right, listen. Hope you enjoyed this. This is my new sponsored Rock Stops Here podcast. My thanks to Lipton Windows, Lipton Window and Door. They are the premier window and door contractor in Tampa Bay. Someone will always answer the phone. The best products, affordable. They'll do you right. They will do you right. So thank you to Lipton Window and Door. I thank you for listening once again. And here we go. I should be, oh, have some big names here. Big names here after a week in Vegas at the Super Bowl. Have a great week, everybody. And I'll talk to you next week right here on The Rock Stops Here.